Is it live? Yep. It is live. Wait, I don't see. Oh yeah, it does. All right, let me tweet it out. Um. So you want me to? You go right ahead, man. You go right ahead. Welcome everybody. What is going on? Welcome everyone. Uh, I am gonna tweet the stream out real quick. But we are joined today by Green Park Sports. How you guys doing? Tony and Ken. Doing great. Thanks. We're good. Hanging in. <laughs> so, uh, I guess first we'll just start off. I just want to ask, um, like, how how did you guys get started? I guess. Yeah, I can uh, kind of give you the the top line. So, yeah. um, we started late 2018, uh, really looking at um, what could be a, a big um, disruption in in, in sports. Um, you know, a couple of my my co-founders um, own sports teams, and so they, uh, you know, we started looking at like what what are um, what are some of the ways that sports fans you know, are missing out, you know, the, the, the newer sports fans um, and esports fans as well, of course. And mm. uh, we looked at a lot of different things. And uh, I have four kids and they spend all their time in games. And, and so, do, so do I, I a little, little less than I used to when I didn't have a job. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, you know, games are the new social network and sports yeah. fans and esports fans are living in a different world and they want to connect. And so we thought, you know, it's going to look a lot more like a 3D world. So that's what we started building two years ago. And it's, you know, we're kind of moving into phase two now with uh, a lot of the metaverse um, uh, tie-ins. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I really, uh, I'm actually really interested in like the esports side of it because yeah. I used to be pretty big into esports. Um, who, uh, who did, who did the artwork for, for the NFTs? Oh yeah. So, well, you know, the, the art team in general, um, we're very fortunate that, um, a lot of the guys came from Riot. A lot of guys came from Blizzard. Worked on yeah. Warcraft, Overwatch. Um, a lot of a lot of AAA game. Talent. Yeah. So um, you know we uh, we're we're trying to do something AAA in the metaverse space. So gotta gotta get the right people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, see, so I see like I mean I'm I'm on the app right now, like running around. Yeah. Some guy some guy came up and barfed. <laughs> I guess because I have a Lakers logo, he is Golden State. Yeah, um, that'll happen. So yeah, no, the uh, the app it looks really cool, it looks really smooth. Uh, and I saw you guys are doing a mint for your your virtues. Yeah. At the moment, how many uh, how many of those have have sold out, and like what is like the total amount of virtues that are going to be available? Yeah, it's a great question. I, Tony Tony's been uh, Tony's my uh, my my report so. deep, in the, deep in the numbers. Um, no, so it's been it's been a wild forty eight hours. Uh, we've hit over fifty percent of our of our prime lockers, which is kind of our top tier locker. Uh, yeah. Just continuing to kind of drive on on the others. I think there's a lot of excitement around the benefits that these different tiers can kind of provide over mm-hmm. time, um, and I think. You know, what we've seen is in terms of like long-term value holders and, and getting in on the prime side um, that they've been jumping in there. But um, special editions are really in, in all of them. And so, uh, again, I think we're seeing people pick up in different places. Okay. Yeah. So what do you what do you get like in a locker? Because on the on the app, it, it already gave me a bronze locker. And so what does that like come with? I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so it's. So the 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 early access app that we've been testing, um, mm-hmm. we haven't done any of the in a, NFT integrations into that. Basically, the virtues is kind of like a new kind of super super rarity to to those. So 
the lockers that you can get inside of the app that we're testing on the app store, um, mm. those are kind of under a free to play model. Yeah. And the NFTs basically allow us to start layering in more of a play to earn uh, model on top of it. So with the virtues, uh, each of the lockers uh, that, that we're minting have five pieces of gear um, that cut across four virtues, which, you know, when you think kind of um, in an RPG kind of mindset, you know, uh, it, they each distinctly give you different abilities. Um, and we like to think sort of in, in the acronym SAPS, right? Status, access, power, and stuff. So there's going to be a lot of things that tie into our world. But then also as we step into the sandbox, as, we, as you know, IRL kind of opportunities as well, each mm-hmm. one of these virtues as sort of this alpha kind of drop um, are going to be a key. So even with um, as we step into the sandbox, um, the virtues NFTs are going to be that key in uh, at least initially. Okay. That's cool. I like that. Um, how many how many people are in your guys' team? Uh, we're a little over sixty five. Sixty five. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. We've uh, you know when you're building, what's what's super interesting about what we're doing is I would say that um, y- you know as a as a company that's really trying to do something uh, innovative in sports, um, we've got a different recipe, right? We're we're creating our own IP and we're kind yeah. of you know zippering it with uh, very very beloved IP. So, you know, we're, we're no Lego, but when you look at sort of what Legos don't, Lego Star Wars or Lego Batman, mm-hmm. um, as we are, uh, you know, we've got a fair amount of partnerships already. Um, we have an ability to, to paint a very creative world and then invite fans in to be a big part of that. And so the sandbox in our eyes is a big part of how to involve the community in building. Um, so that, that's, that's more or less kind of, you know, where we look at, how, you know the, the the team size and, and basically what we're building. Uh oh, I'm not sure if the stream did the stream crash. Hello. No, I think it's just Twitch. Um, there we go. I think we're back up. Is it back up? It's back up. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so um, that was like one of the first things that kind of interested me the most. Uh, was you like so you guys are partnered with the NBA? Yeah, and Tony, do you want to take take that one? Yeah, so we're uh we're partnered and announced with the NBA, the NBA Players Association, La Liga, uh, as well as LCS League of Legends North America. And that's mm-hmm. that's what you'll see in our free to play app right now. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that experience and like the really deep gear economy that, that we've built and, and kind of the prizing around uh really kind of becoming your most epic sports fan. Yeah. Now I know there's like, there's probably streaming rights issues and stuff, but is there like any plans to ever integrate like live watching a game in the app? Yeah. So it's actually integrated for LCS. Um, We started testing that back in April. And I think one of the things that we continue to kind of work through is just what is the, what is the right experience for being in green park? Uh, You know, if you're looking for kind of an HD viewing experience, I think, a lot of us who watch sports or esports, it's like, all right, is this a game I want to watch alone on a big screen in my home because you know, I don't want anyone to see me go crazy? Or is this kind of <laughs> being at the bar where it's it's in the background, it might be more of a regular season game kind of thing, and I'm hanging out with my friends? Um, we're definitely probably more towards the latter in terms of what that experience looks like. And we had a really cool test at the end of uh, Spring Split, um, and what we what we saw was just. I think it was cloud nine playing team liquid. Um, but just seeing the reactions as the game all of a sudden flipped the other way, uh, again, people were kind of paying attention to what was going on the screen, but we fully expect that they had, 
uh, Twitch or uh, YouTube or the LCS live stream kind of in full mode as well. Um, So a few different ways that they can do it. And we've chatted with other leagues about what that could look like and and what the right way is to do it. Uh, I think longer term, what you'll see as far as that experience for us is going to be more of a special access type, type opportunity for how we would put in the majority of it, right? Because there are big streaming partners out there um, kind of with national or international television rights for what might make sense. Mm. But at the same time, you want to allow communities to be able to celebrate and watch games together. And that's where the league leagues in general are really interested about what that kind of V2 next gen viewing experience looks like. Yeah, no, yeah. I think something like this definitely, like I said, I'm, I'm from the esports side. So like I see something like this is like, could be really big for esports. Cause I know there's not like a whole lot of, exclusivity contracts for streaming and stuff like you're not messing with like TNT and ABC and stuff like that. So like, do you guys have any plans on integrating any other esports besides LCS? Yeah, we've had, um, we've had a number of conversations. I think, you know, um, with, with league, it's, uh, so massive that, you know, as, as Tony mentioned, this year has all been about testing. Um, the early access uh, has really been kind of the, you know, um, uh, precursor, to this version two where we're integrating the NFTs and the play to earn side of things. So um, we've just been dialing in the formula um, with LCS. And then obviously there's a lot to expand there, but there's some, some obviously big esports that we're looking at. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. Um, okay. So what, uh, like what, I guess is your guys' plan in the sandbox over like the next year? Yeah. So, you know, when we look at what Green Park uh, is is looking to become, uh, obviously in a metaverse kind of mindset, it's not about a single destination. You know, we want if we want to be the the uh, the ultimate sort of fan um, kind of expression of your fandom. Right. There's no way that there's today. There's not really a way to quantify fandom. Like if yeah. you are a huge fan of, of a particular esports team or, or traditional team it's not measured in the same way everything else is measured. So we think that's really exciting to be that single source of truth, but, but fandom is everywhere. That's one of the big shifts is like, obviously being a fan is a much more diverse thing through social media, online, offline, etc. So the sandbox for us, you know, provides um, a very rich environment to allow the fans to really, um, you know, play a part in building, in, in being a part of uh, the analog that we've been using uh, a fair amount, it, it fits somewhat is, you know, if you kind of took Oasis and a sports bar, like when Tony was talking about sort of the shenanigans that you would have going to a sports bar and viewing it with friends or meeting fellow fans, obviously for like esports, that's not necessarily the, the, the status quo on, on how people always get together uh, unless it's sort of land parties and stuff. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think with, with the sandbox, um, being able to extend the virtues. So the virtue items, the NFTs, we're bringing those into the sandbox. So again, trying to give as much value back to our, our, uh, our holders. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple other things planned too, uh, as well as how that extends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people sleep on the fact of like connecting with other fans just around the world. Cause you know, you, you, you say go to a bar, but you know, I guess, I'm in Kentucky, so there's no professional sports here, but you go to any bar here, it's going to be UK Wildcats everywhere. And like, if you're not a Wildcats fan, like those people hate you. (laughs) So, you know, this could be a way for someone who lives in an area where there's no one like, you know, 
say a Duke fan, you're your fan, you're a fan of Duke that lives in Kentucky. You could you could find connect with other Duke fans through that's, through that's the exactly app. It. Yeah, my my uh, I have I have four kids. Uh, I guess my oldest is 21, so he's not really a kid anymore. But <laughs> huge, huge Bayern Munich fan, right? And I'm out in Los Angeles, and there's not a lot of Bayern Munich fans near us, and yeah he wants to connect with a global a global fan base and be able to hang out and basically you know being a fan is all about feeling connected and feeling part of sort of that sort of tribe and Mm -hmm. what better way to do it than in sort of a virtual space um and that's what's cool about doing it over top of live esports and live sports is that real world data is feeding that world right we're connected it's it's that metagame that is very unique to what we're doing i like it i like it uh, by the way, I did want to mention in the in the chat to anyone listening, uh, we are going to be giving away two Green Park Sports NFTs uh, at the end of the stream. So uh, just head over to the Green Park Discord for more information about that. Uh, so, yeah. Is there anything that, I guess, you could share with the viewers like about your guys' future metaverse, metaverse build? Yeah, you know, um, so if you, uh, within the sandbox or just in general, I guess? Uh, I guess within the sandbox. The sandbox. You know, it, it, we, we've got some really great ideas. You know, we're, we're, we're building with MetaVenture Studios and GYB, and um, you, we've been chatting with Sebastian over at Sandbox, and really we're, we're ideating. You know, there's, I think that's the thing is we, we've been working on sort of the vision of what we're building for, you know, a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And we know kind of what that North Star is, but we want to make sure that we're we're building in the right way, uh, kind of working with experts that know that, that have already kind of, you know, uh, figured out a lot of what 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 would be interesting. So we're in that planning phase and discovery phase, and a lot of it extends what we're already doing. Mm-hmm. But um, we're excited to dig in. And I think with the team that we have, we're going to be able to start showing stuff pretty quickly. Um, but again, you can imagine... Um, being able to extend that ability to connect with fans, compete. Um, you know, we, we, we like to say we want to make everyday game day. Yeah. And so by making everyday game day as a sports fan, we want to make sure there's always something you can be doing to prove your fandom. Um, mm-hmm. And sort of, uh, you know, even if your team isn't winning in the real world, the fans, <laughs> the fans could, could be completely crushing the other team's fans, right? Yeah. That underdog ability. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did. I did want to ask because, like I said, I was on the I'm on the app and I was like running around and yeah. I uh, I put my picks in for the Nets versus the Cavs. Nice. Is there any like, I guess, future play to earn aspects that will be coming to the app or, or anything like that? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things you right right now, if you if you look at the, what we're testing in a uh, in a free to play model, right? Yeah. Typical kind of. You can earn coins by competing, but then you can also buy gems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, we're looking at that same exact mechanic um, where, you know, being able to play to earn into NFTs by winning. Um, and then uh, obviously in, uh, in, in, in sort of the broader sort of Web3 landscape, being able to, to buy in on those NFTs as well. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I hope, uh, I hope Kevin Durant scores some threes yeah. at yeah. 730. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, watching your picks. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, is there any other NFT projects that like kind of inspired you guys? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's really interesting to watch, um, both on the, you know, the, 
the, the, the very matured sort of play to earn side of the Axie Infinities and, and such. And then just as far as how a lot of the PFP um, projects have started to roll out a lot more, you know, in real world kind of connection points and sort of gamifying sort of the social side of things, but also at the same time starting to kind of tease out some of the, the game. So it's, it's interesting. Uh, when, we, when we started to um, get our NFT plans rolling, because it was always a part of our vision, I, I said, you know, I feel like we're way ahead and way behind at the same time. Yeah. Like we've been essentially building um, a world and being able to, to, to build the, the, uh, the ground or the, the foundation to get to where we want to be. But, but there's a lot that are more ahead by kind of jumping in, you know, you know purely into uh, kind of the NFT space. Mm. So there's a little bit of a flippening uh, for us yeah. within that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think just like looking at this, like everything looks great if you want my opinion on it. But um, I guess... There are some people in the chat that are asking some questions. Uh, someone wanted to know if there's any geographical restrictions to access the app. Ah, yes. Actually, yeah, so yeah, right now we're in the U.S. and Canada. Um, so we have the ability with our partnerships to go outside into gl more global territories. And so we do have plans to do that. Uh, it kind of goes back to what Ken said, which is kind of like, what's next? Where do we focus? Um, and, you know, we feel in kind of still turning the knobs and getting a lot of the functionalities in that are really important to our users. Uh, as we nail that, we'll expand into additional territories. Right. Yeah, and that's also, you know, where like the sandbox and other, you know, like to Tony's point, we're going to be able to offer that value and utility, you know, possibly even sooner geographically, depending on where you're at, um, by being able to uh, to be in, in more than one place. Yeah, I mean, it, candidly, it's one of the great opportunities that we have with NFTs right now is getting Green Park into the hands of more people globally. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are really interested in what we're doing, even before we um, kind of moved forward with our NFT strategy, um, or at least implementation over the last few months, which was just like, how do I get involved? How can I be a part of the community? And so we can actually start to build the community uh, and allow people to collect uh, as we get to those those milestones. Yeah. You know, I didn't even ask, where does, where does the name Green Park Sports come from? Why Green Park? Yeah, you know, it's, you know, we wanted to come up with a name. There, there were so many, so many names that were very, uh, you know, fan this and fan that. And, yeah. and not that that's bad. It's just, we were trying, we knew we wanted to be a destination. Yeah. And so, you know, when you think about a place that feels, you know, inviting, you know, green, obviously sort of the vitality of it, obviously there, there are a lot of great things associated with the color and then yeah. park, I mean, a place for people to play, to hang out, to connect it. Um, it just felt like we wouldn't, we would have a diverse enough brand name to do what we want to do. Okay. Um, okay. Another question from the yeah. chat. What, what does the items from the locker do for, for me in the app is what Shmo wants to know. Nice. Yeah. So we, we, we've got a roadmap to um, reveal the number of things, but at a high level, um, actually think on the items now that um, was hidden for a bit. So like, uh, you know, it's, uh, new first launch is always the funnest. Um, but there's descriptions now that essentially explain and on our website kind of what each of those four virtues holistically mean, right? So, you know, the, the heart one is, is really going to reward um, how much you are essentially playing a part in giving, giving within the community, uh, playing a part within the game as far as like helping other team members and so forth. Um, and then, you know, mind, 
mind is one that's going to kind of give you uh, a sense, a better sense, you know, so one way you prove your fandom, of course, like you're, you're doing it right now with prediction is know that team, know that players, right? Yeah. So things like fantasy, things like sports betting and things like that reward that, 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 that bit. But what we want to be able to do is make a much more kind of, uh, I don't know, I use Mario Party a lot as a mm-hmm. reference because there's just an inclusivity to be able to play with friends that don't, don't necessarily want to commit to a fantasy um, or aren't necessarily interested in in actual sports betting. Um, So mind is going to give you, you know, kind of a uh, more power there in analytical um, let's just say knowledge and hints and things that will kind of give you that edge. Um, You know, drive is really about being able to have that dedication. So you you could parallel that to like streaks. How, How much have you shown up? Like, what have you, what have you done to prove that that fan energy that you bring, um, you know, uh, kind of benefits that. So conceptually, again, you can kind of think in a general kind of RPG sort of vision within our app, but then obviously when we look at things like the sandbox or even just real world, we want to be out at games, at arenas, at stadiums. Mm-hmm. And we've got some, some fun ideas on how, you know, again, holders of various virtues will play a part in some of that as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, the drive one, you'll, you'll be able to see who the bandwagon boys are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it gets really interesting because, you know, the modern, you know, the modern sports fan, uh, isn't this not all about just a team, right? There's lots of people that really are, are even almost like athlete first or player first. Yeah. Um, I, that's, that's me. Like I'm, you know, the only reason why I like the Lakers is Anthony Davis. Like he played for Kentucky. Like, you know, I don't care about LeBron or anything like that, but you know, and I don't care about the Lakers all too much. But yeah, definitely. Player that's, one, that's one of the things, uh, I guess, to tease a little bit where we're headed. Um, that multifaceted fandom, right? Mm-hmm. Like the ability to to show which teams, which athletes, even which brands, you know, you are are kind of part of that team um, is, is that kind of next shift. Like right now, to your point, when you go into the app, you know, we're having you pick a team, which is yeah. kind of where we wanted to start. But uh, as you start to be able to prove more and more of different sort of vectors on fandom, um, that's going to allow you to kind of represent a lot more of, of what you're talking about. Okay. Um, I guess someone else in the chat, I mean, that might also apply to the fact that you guys are only in Canada and in the U.S. now, but they said any problems with like the play to earn restrictions from Japan? Um, that's, that's exactly why, you know, we, we have the uh, approach that we're taking, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think about free-to-play as kind of a proven model, I think globally, um, yeah. it allows us to start to layer that in as we can, right? There's going to be regionality elements to that. There's going to be um, even, you know, le- different partners that are ready to do that um, first and then some that want to follow. So it really gives us a lot to play with. Um, but again, you know, as we look at how to engage a global audience, um, especially on the, the NFT side of things, there's a number of ways that these um, uh, our plans for NFTs can benefit. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think one more um, kind of comment there is a, a big part of this is where we feel we need to be and where yeah. the world is going. Right. Like, you know, we could sit on free to play and say that's that's where a lot of games are today. There's still big audiences that are there. Uh, but as we look at this opportunity and we think about you know, two types of games that you can play 
three years down the line, four years down the line, one where you're actually owning, earning, et cetera. I think I know which games the three of us would play. And yeah. so it, we certainly want to be able to allow people to experience Green Park wherever they are. Um, and as we get to territories, if there are you know certain changes to, to how those games might work, we'll, we'll try to make that happen um, mm -hmm. so that more people can play. Um, and that also kind of speaks to just our, our initial NFT drop in general, which is, you know, we're trying to get these things into the hands of as many people as possible. Uh, we have lockers, but inside the lockers are five pieces of gear within each locker. Uh, and one of the exciting things for us is, you know, now we have almost, you know, a, a very large number of individual gear that we can get out there in the hands of more fans. Now that someone did bring up a good point is like, can you, if you buy a locker, can you hold the locker and not open it? And so yeah. Yeah, it's theoretically like, you know, you buy it and then five years from now, someone's like, yo, you have like an original virtue locker, like unopened. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's um, Tony mentioned this early on, but it's something that, you know, we've been trying to get better at communicating. But within each of those tiers of locker, there are special editions within those. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, Prime, which is our, 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 our most rare locker, there's special editions in there, but core um even the core locker is awesome because there's special editions within that as well so to your point yes the lockers you could choose not to open it and that in and of itself could be traded or sold you know yeah yeah and, yeah. and i just think you know in, in thinking about kind of that unbundling of, of opening your locker seeing the gear that you have in the locker um we're going to be doing you know kind of future contests or um giveaways or additional powers that are specific to like do you own the kind of all of the heart gear um, or do you own kind of certain collections within that? And obviously if you haven't opened the locker, you won't be able to do those things. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things, while we don't necessarily encourage it, I think people will definitely look at it as um, what is kind of the speculation of what's in a locker as well. Um, so as collections start to show themselves, people understand what's in it, having a locker that's unopened might actually be really interesting as you think about, you know, what you want to do with that locker or how other people might want that locker. So there's yeah. a lot of ways to think about it. I, I mm -hmm. think it's a collection that uh, is pretty comprehensive and you could study probably a hundred different ways. Um, but, you know, definitely some interest and benefit uh, both ways. Yeah. Um, so I guess another thing I keep touching on like the app, but then also with like sandbox, is there, so are they going to be like their own two separate things or will they like be tied directly into each other? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that we, we, when we set out, we were like, well, we don't want to just do matching luggage everywhere. Right. Like yeah. we want a, we want a, a unique reason why a fan that is within our green park sort of, you know, um, sort of ecosystem would, would want to go to sandbox, want to go to our, our, flat, our, our app and, and, and other places in the future. And so, so, so I guess that, that is the easy question or easy answer, which is, we're trying to make sure that what we do in the sandbox kind of fits, but is, is complementary. Um, you know, of course, certain things like, right. Um, that we're working on trying to figure out is, well, I want to get credit. If I'm trying to prove my fandom overall, and I've got yeah. my source of truth and I'm in the sandbox in the green park area, um, you know, participating, I want that to count towards kind of my, the Uber, right. Yeah. Kind of so there's connectivity. Yeah. Um, if that, if that answers the question. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be, have all this stuff in app and then you go in sandbox, you look like you got nothing and you're like, what's going on here? Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. It's tough to work out, you know, cause obviously we've got a, I don't know, we have, 
we have so much gear uh, in our current app just because we've been working with the leagues and each league, there's like hundreds and hundreds of pieces of gear. Um, and so as we start to kind of build out other areas, you know, there, there's going to be um, things that we're going to need to do to uh, normalize. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I think Sharp, just on that, on that comment, you know, one of the huge values that we have here and that you know, traditional rights holders have is the ability to be a part of secondary markets uh, yeah. as well, right? Being able to say, you know, if you are uh, any one of the leagues or teams within the leagues that being able to extend that, but come with comes with that is that you're letting your brand show up in many more places, right? Um, that you might end up in the sandbox without a direct mm -hmm. relationship with the sandbox. And how does that look? And so um, what's amazing is that blockchain allows us to actually give them reason to allow those things uh, and to also allow the user to be able to take their virtual gear wherever they want. Yep. Uh, is there anything that you guys can share, like as far as upcoming like mints or surprises or airdrops or anything for, I guess, like the hardcore fans of, of Green Park? So I, yeah. I can definitely share a little bit. Um, Ken's probably going a different direction, which is why I'll share first. I think you know, the big <laughs> The biggest thing about our next, our next sequential drops um, will really be about the fact that these original NFT holders or the virtues holders will have special access to a lot of those things. Um, yeah. You know, I think we we purposefully went out of our way to not have whitelist on this drop um, to make sure that everybody jumped in at the same time uh, and kind of nothing held back. Uh, so with the future drops, um, and we have uh, one that we're working on and others that are kind of coming after that, um, that making sure that our, our current NFT holders see the value. And that may mean a little more value for our prime holders. Of course it will be than uh, holders of, of some of the other items, but that's going to be critical because we're going to be side by side with them along, along those future drops. All right. Is there anything you want to add, Ken? He no, that, that, that was, that was spot on. Um, we do have, you know, a couple of community collaborations that we're working on that I think will be pretty cool um, to, again, kind of, um, you know, make the sum greater than the parts as it, you know, working with a lot of the other projects and such. So, uh, um, so yeah, I mean, our Discord is kind of where all of, all of that's going to drop and happen. So uh, excited to excited to start laying that stuff out. Make sure you guys are in the Discord, in the Green Park Discord. Uh, by the way, also, uh, you guys can go to the Sandstorm Twitter uh, for the announcements on uh, on the giveaways, by the way. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, I guess for me, um, I mean, I've pretty much asked just about everything that I guess I have questions of. I guess we're like, we're, so where do you guys see like Green Park, I guess, like three years from now, five years from now? Yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, well, I'll use an example. So uh, last holiday, um, you know, everybody was, stuck at home and yeah. we were trying to figure out a holiday party and we were like i think we'd logged i don't know 35,000 uh collective hours on zoom and so <laughs> nobody wanted to do a zoom holiday party um you know you got to do what you got to do but we're like i think we can get oculus quest twos to everyone in the company like best buy at the time wouldn't let you buy more than three so we sent people there every day to buy three at a time <laughs> so we got like you know 50 55 of them and uh, we, we essentially did our holiday party in Altspace, if you're familiar with Altspace. Uh, and what we did is we sideloaded, you know, our, our world 
the, the world that you're running around in, uh, you know, because it's in Unity as well, into alt space. And all of a sudden, we were all standing there in the middle of Green Park. You know, we've yeah. been working on it for a year, year and a half. And the light bulb just went off for, I think, a, a good part of the team, which is, wow, this is this is the future. Like standing inside of here where different cross play, right? You might have somebody that's in VR, somebody that's on a mobile phone, someone that's God view via AR. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our view definitely is in that singularity sort of vision of being able to have a lot of different ways to immerse yourself in our mm-hmm. world, but then also have our world overlay into the real world. Um, so that, that's the grander vision. You know, how do we, how do we keep that as an always on connectivity to your fandom? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Someone, someone wanted to know about like, will you be able to check rarity of the stuff that you get in your lockers? Like, so when you open your locker now, can you see like if you have a super rare item or if you got like a not so rare item, stuff like that? Yeah. So that you can see the mint numbers. Um, those, those are kind of the first thing, but we are working on kind of rarity tools. Um, elements. Okay. So we, we will provide that. Um, but as of right now, it's, it's really, you know, the, the lockers, the tiering of the lockers suggest rarity because there's obviously fewer. If you go to the sales page, it kind of shows you how many there are in total supply. Yeah. And then within that, um, you know, we're going to start getting into, um, you know, kind of just what, what, where it sits in the world of rarity. Okay. Like that. All right. Um, well, I mean, I personally don't really have any more questions. I mean, like I said, I really, I really like the app. I think going forward, just the whole NFTs and, and, and being able to connect with everyone and, and like watching it, for me, like esports games with other people around the world that are either fans or, or not fans of your esports team and being able to connect with those people, I think really excites me. Um, is there anything else that, that you guys would like to put out there or say? No, I just, I wanted to appreciate the time and, uh, yeah, super excited. Uh, I think that the sandbox being able to provide that kind of a, that extension, uh, is just going to be a, a amazing. And, uh, I was in there last night building stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 my background is in, uh, is in design and 3d. So okay. uh, I can't help myself, but go in and start, start building stuff ahead of time <laughs> yeah okay um i personally can't build anything so it's not where my <laughs> expertise lies but i do know come you know i see like kids playing minecraft all the time and playing roblox and like yeah. them building and like i could just see them coming over to sandbox and having careers building stuff like it's crazy to me oh i i've got my kids already like <laughs> yeah, like hey you know you want you can go get a job at you know at fast food or you could be building essentially you know the metaverse so i'm uh, encouraging them to uh, use their creative talents that's awesome yeah and i think i would just leave it with like excited to be on the show today and obviously appreciate the the sandstorm and our ability to enter the sandbox alongside metaventure studios and gyb but also, um, just feel free, anyone listening, to, to reach out directly to me, Ken, anyone on the team. We're bouncing in and out of our Discord and on socials and always excited to talk, talk more about the project with anyone. Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got 24 hours left. So basically, that's kind of the, the countdown. On, 22. Uh, <laughs> so what, what, ha- what happens after the 24 or 22 hours? And like, what happens to the ones that weren't minted if they weren't minted? 
So we, we will burn the, the remaining inventory. Um, you know, there's an allocation we'll have for the community that are NFT holders. I think I saw a few questions about, you know, people who are holding things or holding multiples of things. And, um, you know, the, the main goal of any of that is to make sure that our NFT community feels very valued. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, these aren't going to be sold elsewhere. These aren't going anywhere, but, um, you know, burned and, and some allocation for the community. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that you guys can leak about your plans for the sandbox? Uh, no, you know, um, nothing right now. I mean, like I said, we've got a ton of ideas and we're also going to be looking for input as well. So, um, we've got great partners all across the board to, to make this happen. So I think it's just a matter of engaging with the community, getting in and, and being a part of it, um, is probably how the best way of, of staying on top of everything. Yeah, I think the one thing that um, is maybe a little bit of a leak is, <laughs> in a good way, uh, is that you know we also view this as a space where we can more easily work with with new partners as well and collaborate. Um, you know, as we think about fandom, it is sports and esports. It also goes beyond that. I think other NFT collections are super important in thinking about how we collaborate with them. Um, so we really view this as a space where we can do things with not just our own community, but other communities. And again, I think the the main driver is how we can create a space and value to our NFT holders, uh, mm-hmm. but excited to be able to collaborate as well. Yeah. Right, that's great. I do, uh, anyone watching, make sure you guys, like I said, join the Green Park Discord. Uh, go say hi to them over in there. Uh, if you guys are not following the stream, make sure you guys follow the stream, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I did want to say that, like you said, you encourage your kids to, to build in the sandbox. That's awesome. Like anyone that I like, like my dentist, for example, like they asked me, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I was a professional gamer and like I stream and they're like, oh, I don't want to tell my kids about you because all they want to do is play games. And like they want them they want them off games. I'm like, you know, like, you're not going the right direction here. Like this is, you know, gaming is only going to get bigger. And it's, you know, it's great to hear that you encourage them to, I guess, take part in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my daughter, my daughter, she's 10 and, uh, you know, she's built a lot of stuff in Minecraft and she spends a lot of time in Ro- Roblox. So I showed it to her and she's already built a little island with a palm tree and then she built a hamburger. So she's been going on the marketplace, looking yeah. at existing models and then basically trying to kind of copy them, you know, just this sort of like practice. Yeah. You learn. And uh, it's just amazing because obviously if you're a kid that's grown up building in those other things, it just comes so natural. And uh that's yeah, it's, it's gonna be really exciting. Yep, yep. I definitely think. I mean, it's 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 right there. The next generation, like my 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 friend has a daughter. She's like ten. He's like, dude, if if Robux was a cryptocurrency, we would be rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's like, we have so many Robux. But yeah, I could just see like it's literally right there in front of everyone. And the the future, I think, for like metaverse and and just building and and stuff is is very bright. So. I was explaining to her, I said, you know, because she's like, even with my kids, I'm trying to explain play to earn and what that means and what is this awful NFT space. And I said, all right, imagine you go to the mall and you buy a shirt, but you can only wear that shirt at the mall. And when you leave the mall, you have to leave the shirt there. And then if you decide you never want to go back to the mall again, your shirt's trapped at the mall. The amount of money that we, all their money goes, you know, Christmas, birthday money goes into all these games and then they stop playing them. And then it's trapped. And I think that's, that's the beauty of what this whole sort of movement is being able to have that ownership and not have it completely locked in. So, yeah, no, it it blows my mind. Like the amount of people that 
tweet me or or watch me and they call nfts a scam and they're like i'm like no you're buying like how many call of duty skins have you bought or Fortnite skins that you don't even own them you're like renting them pretty much and you know like i've had like one of the original Fortnite skins because i played it like the night it came out and if you tried to sell it they would ban your account you couldn't even sell it i'm like so there's no value in that like you don't really own it and i think just like the whole ownership side of it is is what intrigues me the most so i think it's great um well i want to thank you guys for coming on i appreciate chatting and and hearing about uh you know green park and everything you guys are doing uh probably i'm I'm probably gonna go mint me a locker (laughs) for sure nice yeah Um, yeah well, thanks again. Thanks for having us. No, no problem. Um, like I said, you guys go make sure you guys go join their Discord. Go check them out. And uh, you guys have a great day. Awesome. Look forward to seeing you in the uh, Discord. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you. Awesome. Thanks, everyone.